Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Take Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. And in today's episode, it's been a minute since Ashton's been back on the podcast, but he's back this time. Thanks for hopping on, dude. Yeah, man, no problem, man. It's been a fun little season. I came on before the NFL season, I think before the college season as well. And um, maybe it just started, but it's been a minute. It's been yeah, a fun. It's, it's, it's been, been a good football season. It's been a minute. We've been we've been due for a pod for a minute. So. Yeah, yeah. I've been asking him, like, hey, man, when you trying to have me back on? I got a lot to say. So yeah, no, I got a lot to say because <laughs> first of all, <laughs> Florida State obviously is not in the college football playoff obviously. now, guys. Since Sunday, I've really calmed down. I've really calmed down. I, I got really angry. Not gonna lie, like uh, we're undefeated. Which you know I think should have gotten us in, but I do understand the other side of it. Like we don't have our starting quarterback right now. But honestly, isn't it just kind of messed up that like Jordan Travis has to be like, yeah, I wish I I wish I broke my leg earlier in the season. Yeah. Like I mean, that's just so messed up. Like you, you don't you never want to hear a player say something like that. And no, I've never heard anyone say something like right. that. If if Jordan Travis broke his leg against like LSU and that team goes thirteen and zero after that, they're in. It is yeah. just because there wasn't enough of a sample size without him. That's the that's thing. The, main reason. the sample size with our backups, too. Yeah. And like, it wasn't great, but they needed time. Like, if they would have had a whole season together, who knows? Y'all might have went. Because, honestly, like, Tate Rodemaker, like, I'm, like, everyone wants to hate on that win against Florida. But it was at the Swamp in a pretty, like, rough environment. Like, the crowd's rowdy. Like... I think you should like Big give us a little game. bit more credit for that. Well, well, rivalry game too, especially yeah. for that one. Like, I mean, Georgia played closer with Georgia Tech. Like, and, Georgia Tech played their best game of the year against Georgia, and so. no one wants to hate on Auburn almost beating Alabama either. Yeah, no one talks about that. It's the same thing. I mean, it's literally the same thing. And and but Auburn made a bowl game, and Florida didn't, but. Um, but it's the same thing. It's a rivalry game, man. It's the big one too. It's the big rivalry. It's cross state. Like that's, that's it. And you show up for it and sometimes not always, but it usually is a banger. And this year, this year, like that week 14 was a great week of football. Yeah, it was. I mean, there were just so many close games. Like every game was close. Like every game mattered. Like it was just insane. Like you mentioned like Georgia tech a little bit. Like they gave them, they gave Georgia a game a little bit, They did. but I need to address something because when it comes to Florida State, it doesn't matter how many wins we have or if we have zero losses. The committee just loves to screw us in any way possible. They did it to us in 2014 when we went 13-0. and We were still barely winning games, but we were still winning. But we were ranked third, and, and Alabama was ranked one that year with one loss. Like, how yeah. does one loss... like? It just doesn't mean. It just doesn't like come off to me that one loss really means as much as I thought. Maybe it means a lot for Florida State, but for every other school, like, I mean, come on. And and Kirby Smart saying the four best teams get in. Right. Georgia's obviously one of those four best teams. Yeah, I believe so. And when it comes to you're putting the four best teams and you're ranking them one through four, go below there. Florida State's not ranked above Georgia any day. No. With with the backup quarterback, how are we fifth and you guys are sixth? See, like, you know what's crazy? Let me just step in real quick on this. I was doing the little uh, college football bowl predictor thing, and you go through and you pick them. And the biggest spread of any football game is the Georgia FSU. We are minus 700 against y'all. And that's insane. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that's that's fairly impressive. But that means that even Vegas is like, like, come on. like. But like, even I know. Georgia should. 
Yeah. We're not going to win that game because we're not playing any of our starters. Yeah, we got pretty much all of them coming back. We're not playing much anybody. Play that game, so. Most of our guys are going to prepare for the draft. I think George is going to make a statement that game. But um, I look, would love for Florida State to make a statement that game too. Topic. Let me go back to what you were saying though. You said in 2014 Tennessee. I don't remember exactly how things were. I don't. You said Alabama's one loss, and I don't remember who that. They one were number loss one, was. and they were one loss. I don't remember. Right. The one I knew loss they either. were because they lost to Ohio State, and that's an, that's a whole other thing because TCU and Ohio State had their third string in that in that game yeah. too. Which, like, we didn't even get an opportunity to even yeah. showcase we could do that. No, for sure. And it's it's biases, and it's not—I don't think it's that they don't like LSU or FSU. I think it's a bias against or for Alabama. I think there's That's certain the teams— problem. There's certain teams, and maybe Georgia gets this a little bit, but I definitely think Alabama and Ohio State, like, they usually get the benefit of the doubt in these. They just—they get in because—I don't know if it's because of their winning tradition or whatever, but it can't be that because a team that just won 29 straight didn't make it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> It really doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter because we're going on to 12 teams next year. We won't have this. But, but FSU, this would have been the best year to start the 12 teams, though, because well, there were so many teams that were deserving of it this yeah, year. Yeah, they, they decided a couple years ago that it was going to be 2024. Yeah, next year, but they should have yeah. done it this year. Like This well, would have been the perfect year to debut it. They could have changed it, but they didn't know, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Four teams never made sense from the beginning anyways. So... I don't know. I mean, yeah, I It'll thought it should have been like year. eight or like a little bit more originally when they made it, but I did. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, like for those Florida State players, like, what's the point of winning? Like, right. seriously, like, what is the actual point of winning if you're not going to be able to compete for a national championship? Literally, well, not nothing. nothing. Literally, nothing. No, not you're nothing. correct. Actually, no, no, no. I, I take that back because you did go thirteen and zero. Like, but okay. that doesn't matter. It does for the apparently school. not. It doesn't matter for the. Committee. It doesn't matter for the school Your if we're not in. Over it. right. I mean, you get Georgia and maybe you win, but we're not gonna win. The season's over. Well, you you should hope you should. I, I, I but, really don't care about that game to be honest. I, it doesn't mean anything. Okay? But it doesn't mean but, anything. <laughs> like neither of us are playing in the playoff. Yeah, that's, that's not how not, I wanted it. But that's not well, obviously. But that's not everything. Like I mean. It, you gotta take like, look. Okay, did you think FSU was gonna be in the playoff coming into the year? Into the year? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, hundred okay. percent. Okay, okay, okay. If we beat LSU, which we did, right? We blew them out. Right. We were you gonna get in. Path. Yeah. We okay. were gonna get in. And if Jordan Travis stays healthy, we're one hundred percent. And there's no question. Right. He was having a Heisman Trophy like season. Right. 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 He. He. I think he would be there in New York instead of probably probably instead of Michael um Marvin Marvin Harrison. Um, it'd probably be Jordan Travis right now, but you know, things, I mean, injuries happen as part of football, you know, I mean, Georgia had a lot of injuries too this year. Um, but it's just, um, I don't, I, Let me ask I you didn't a question. expect, I, I thought FSU would have dropped one to like Duke or somebody. It just seems like an FSU. So if I, I think they should be very proud of what they did, even without a championship, even without a, if they don't win the orange bowl, I still think they should be proud of what they did. And it will, there's going to be banners at the school, for a perfect, or yeah, I mean, a perfect season, even if you don't win the bowl game, and you'll get a, you know, the AC, you still won the ACC championship. I get it, I do, but this is just like, you remember in 2017 when we played Bama? Yeah. We were top four team coming in. We got destroyed. That destroyed our program. Yeah. This is exactly like that, but we didn't play Alabama on the field. We lost to them versus the committee, which, by the way, Florida is suing the committee because of that, oh, yeah, I which really I cool. think is going to be very interesting. Now, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing with that. I'm not sure how that's going to change anything, which it probably won't. No, it won't. But it's interesting because 
if you know how to win, you're in. That's the saying, right? Right. But that just, like, I feel like the committee, in a way, made the right decision because of the quarterbacks. But at the same time, I feel like they lost credibility because what does winning really mean then? Well, and like I said, all this will, like, reset next year with the 12 team. Like, just, it'll be simpler. It'll be like, you know, like teams like y'all would have gotten easy. Like Missouri would have gotten in this year. Missouri had a damn good team. But last year, I, this is what my problem with the playoff committee is, is that they have no, like, um, like well, a standard. They just do. Well, look, like I was looking at the like, people that are on that committee. There's a lady on there. She is a professor at Montclair State. How is she even qualified to uh, be making these decisions? I, I don't know about that. But I, let me just, I looked. TCU. No, I'm not saying I think you're wrong. And you're I, about I'm to bring saying, TCU up. They didn't even win their conference championship. Didn't win their con- That's what I was supposed to say. Completely different. Three. I'm pretty sure they were the three. No, I'm no. They were three. I'm talking about in last year. Yeah, last year they La- were three. So how does TCU get in at three? And, and they beat Michigan, and they played a great game against Michigan. But how do they get in? I wanted them in. I like TCU. Okay, but I but I don't see how they get in. And FSU doesn't with a loss in the championship. How do they get in? But FSU <laughs> it doesn't make sense to it me. It just they have no. There's no correlation. Like no, like it doesn't. And everyone's bringing up that situation like it's the same to this one. Like that's the thing that makes me angry about that because it's not the same. No, it's just it'll, different. I, you know, it took me a while to come around on the 12 team playoff, but I definitely think it'll be better next year. Now, will will the 12 seed have a chance to win a championship? Like no, not in, in college football has hierarchies. Okay, man, and there's only some teams that can win a championship every year. But, I mean, it'll make it more entertaining. It'll give, a, like, I think a six seed could win a national championship. Let me know? ask you this question, because I was going to ask you this. I've been dying to ask you this. Okay. So, hypothetically, let's say Georgia wins. Against Alabama? Yeah, let's say Georgia okay. wins. Okay. And FSU still wins. Mm-hmm. And Washington still wins, obviously. In Texas. Does, yeah, in Texas. Does Texas still get in no matter what? Yeah, I think so. That's I think, crazy to me. I think me. Texas would have... No, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I think that... Well, I mean, I kind of do, but... How? I think Texas is really good. But, that, but okay. I don't want to spoil anything but if, later, but if, I, I like Texas this year. If if they have... If you telling me they get in, that win they have against Alabama got them in. So that win doesn't mean anything well, because Alabama has two losses now. But they're also the Big 12 champion. That doesn't... That doesn't matter because they didn't beat anybody, and they lost to Oklahoma they in a beat, close game. They beat Alabama. They lost to Oklahoma in a very close. That game. That was a close game. Very close. Um, you don't hold that. You don't. No, I don't like how no one holds that against them though, because Oklahoma was a very good team at the beginning of the year. Like not being able to beat right. at the time a five and zero team, like who was ranked twelfth in the country at the time. How can you not beat them if you're one of the four best teams in the country? I mean, because it's the big... Okay, so we were talking about the biggest rivalry games. To Texas, that is their biggest game. Texas-Oklahoma is the game. The Red River Shootout, man. It is the biggest game for Texas and for Oklahoma. And that's one of those games that it doesn't really matter. Like, I know this sounds silly, but, like, it doesn't really matter how good one team is or how good the other team is. Like, it's one of those rivalries where it's just going to be a good game. Like you said about Florida and Florida State. Like, it's like that. And it was a little bit different because y'all were in the swamp, and this was a neutral site game, but... I, I just that game's always a close one. If there's one game I tune into every year, it's that game. I get it's a close one, but if Texas is getting in, regardless of if Georgia loses or if FSU loses, then 
Florida State might as well just not even win the ACC. Well, they well, might as well, well just lose. They might as well just go out there and try to lose. You didn't ask me if I would have put FSU in. You asked me if I thought they were going to get in. And no, I don't. I think they, Texas was three. I think Texas was in irregardless. Like, and, but they would have got, I mean, they would have had to play Georgia in the first round, you know, which wouldn't have yeah, been great. Yeah, but I just, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if Texas is, I mean, Texas is definitely deserving, but I feel like when it comes to Florida State's defense, like we're th- we are third in the country in sacks. Like we know how to get to the quarterback. Like we can are telling you, like it, if we just let our backup like get in sync with the first team offense, which by the way, our offense is no scrubs. I mean, our running backs, Trey Benson, Keon Coleman, who's projected to be a top ten pick, and then Johnny Wilson, who's six seven. Who now you know who he is because this guy didn't even know who he was early in the season. I uh, believe it or not, I never watched an FSU game before this. Yeah, year. but Johnny Wilson's a beast, so <laughs> we have that stacked receiving core. And then you're telling me that oh, we don't get a chance. Like it just bothers me. And I'm well, I'm not saying I don't think you should have. I'm just saying I don't think you would have. Like I don't think I don't think there really was a world where FSU was going to make it coming into. The, they would have had to blow out Louisville, and they didn't. And yeah, Louisville looked terrible. Like I'm not. And I think a lot of that was y'all's defense. But Louisville just didn't look good that game. And I think a lot of us, like I said, it's a lot of it's your defense, but man, like y'all didn't show out enough. And you texted me. You texted me during that and said, we're not playing good enough. I was like, yeah, no, you're not. Like, you're not playing good enough. Honestly, like part of this is just me being an FSU fan. Right. Like, you know, it's just a heartbreak of a season. Like, I mean, our quarterback, you know, he breaks his leg and then we do everything we can right. with what we have and we still win, but we don't get in. It's, it's just been kind of a spiral, but like logically, yes, like we're clearly not one of the best four teams because we don't have our quarterback, Right. but it, I just feel like we're, we're deserving of the opportunity. Like I, I think TCU situation is completely different. We didn't lose a game. Well, I don't think TCU should have gotten That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I we, we were more deserving than them. State. They didn't even drop, you know, they were three going into that game and they didn't drop after that's the, the crazy thing. And it was a like, close game. It was a very close game, and they was like, and then uh, what's his Deuce Vaughn, Cowboy? He went off that game, but like, if they lose, like they should have been out. Like that's how it should. It's that's how it's supposed to work, right? And they didn't, and so like I feel like conference titles should be a guarantee. Different. I don't know about guarantee. It should, if you're well, undefeated. There's five conferences. If you're well, undefeated, yes. Okay, but say that. Okay, so there's five power fives, right? Right now, not next year, but right now, there's still five power fives. Say all those teams go undefeated. Someone's got to get left out. Yeah, someone does have to get left out. Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened this year. I mean, I, Texas had one loss, and I guess Alabama had one <sighs> loss. But in theory, like... That's the thing about Alabama. Like, Florida State and Alabama had very similar seasons. Like, we were winning, we were both winning a lot of close games. But for some reason, the committee just, 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 just flows by that when it comes to looking at their resume. I don't want to go too crazy on it, but I think they did a lot of it for viewership and for money for TV because they didn't want another Georgia TCU situation like last year. Um, so, which it should have been Georgia Michigan. That would have been a much better game. But TCU beat them. I mean, there's nothing you can say about that. But um, I, I think they put Alabama in because Alabama has probably the biggest fan base in college football, right? I mean, I mean, maybe not. I'm not gonna pull up the metrics on it, but I, I'm gonna assume that they have the biggest because I live in Georgia and I see almost as many Georgia fans as I do Alabama fans. So it's like they got a pretty big fan base, and um, I think that's why they got in because they know more people would watch that than FSU. Because most people would assume that's going to be a blowout against Michigan. Not trying to be like I would watch it, you know, me and you would watch it, but I don't yeah. think everyone would. So let's go ahead and get into the college football playoff predictions because honestly, I feel like we could go on and on and on about this playoff mayhem that happened. 
So the first game is Michigan versus Alabama. Now, I'm going to take Michigan. J.J. McCarthy has been playing at an elite level right now. He's been making good decisions. They got a two-headed monster at running back with Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum. Yeah. I just think Michigan is going to dominate this game with on both sides of the ball. Um, Michigan was the only team I was worried about for Georgia. Um, I think we beat Alabama, you know, m- most of the time in that game. I think they caught us on a bad day. But, um, yeah, I mean, Michigan, I think they're going to deal with Alabama. Let's say it that way. I'm not, I'm not trying to hate, you know, I think Alabama will keep it close. They do a lot of, like, they're Alabama, right? So, I mean, I think it'll be a close game, but I think Michigan's got the dogs to do it. Um, however, it, it kind of does seem like a game Alabama might win. So I'm kind of coin toss on this one, but yeah, I, I'd say Michigan. Yeah, I think I think Alabama, like when it comes to Jalen Milrow, like if they're going to win the game, that he can't turn it over. Like that's right. going to be the key because like Michigan, like they've allowed like I think it was I saw it was like nine and a half points per game this year on defense. Like I mean that's no, yeah, that's really pretty tough. wild, but their schedule hasn't been all that great. But I mean still like stopping that was kind of how Georgia's defense was last year. Like just they I think it was like. Ten and a half or something like that they allowed per game. Like I mean, oh yeah, come on. Like it's just comparing pretty well to them. Um, yeah, I think uh, you said turnovers, and that's a big one because uh, that's the thing. In the first quarter, Jalen Miller threw three picks that weren't picked. Either the player was like not looking at the ball, or it was a dropped interception. And if all three of those picks, you know, that game would have been a blowout for Georgia. But if he starts, if he starts the game like he did against Georgia, it's over. Like I think Michigan wins by like two possessions. And I just don't think Alabama's defense high. is good enough to really hold down the Michigan offense. They're good in the, they're really good in the trenches. Offensively, defensively, their O line, D line, that's got it. That's like underrated, but that's the best part of their team. There is very good. Their O line was their O line was different. <laughs> their O line was different. I'll give them that. I, I that's something that Michigan's gonna have to keep up with. I don't think Michigan's gonna have to get pressure, and I don't know if they can. I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. I think I think they can though. I mean, I think Michigan is like, not a bad team against the run, though. Like I said, Georgia was off, but Georgia couldn't get any pressure on Milrow. I just don't know if Milrow is going to be able to throw the ball successfully against the Michigan secondary. No, It's going to be not. interesting. Rod Moore, man. No Rod Moore, man. He made that pick against Ohio State. He's going to be up there. He's going to be in the middle of the field, ball hawking everything. Man. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Give me Michigan. Give me Michigan. I, You know, I'm, I'm still a little heartbroken on up against Alabama. I'm not a big Alabama fan. So. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not trying to make it biased, but... I do think I think Michigan wins. It'll be a close one. If I'm being non-biased, if I'm being biased, dude, give me Michigan. It, it, for for you guys listening, like it's hard to not like Bama when you're a Florida State fan right here, and then you've got a Georgia fan right here. Yeah, no, they've broke my heart my entire life. Literally, all of Georgia's yeah. big losses my entire life have been against Alabama. I almost so. cried when I, I actually I did cry. I cried when we didn't get in. That's crazy. and they got in over us. I was upset. Yeah, I kind of knew. Like I kind of not y'all, but I, <laughs> I knew like we I had, I had a sneaky feeling too, and it was like ninety-seven percent chance that Florida State got in, but three percent Alabama's at the fourth spot. But I mean, if Florida State's in this game, we're playing Michigan. So it makes like, you feel better. I would have put Florida State in a row. I would have had Florida State four. I just honestly like I'm kind of I'm kind of glad. Like I'm kind of angry and happy at the same time because I know dang well if we play Michigan, we have no chance. Never know. No it's chance. It's college it football, is college football, but the matchup. I mean, we all know like what's happening in that matchup. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like probably. Dave Rodemaker versus the Michigan defense. 
Well, yeah, but Michigan's O wouldn't be able to. I don't think they'd be able to move the ball as well as they want to. Yeah, yeah. Florida State's defense is good. We're talking we about talked hypothetical about matchup instead of talking about. Yeah, I know. That's that's how that's how heartbroken that's how that's how that's how heartbroken we are. It sucks, man. It's, it uh, it would have been a good. It's game, crazy that like I'm sorry. We're getting off topic. We'll get into the predictions. I promise. But I just think it's crazy that Georgia is number one and then they drop out. That's never happened. No, I think Georgia should still be number one. I don't. I mean, like I said, they lost, but I mean. I don't know about number one, I though. I, I would put him at three it's at whatever. best. It's whatever. It's Texas at four. You think, okay, okay, so, JB, you think, like, genuinely look me in the eyes and tell me that Washington beats Georgia on a neutral site. I don't know, I don't know man. I mean, honestly, I think they could. Like, I, I really do. Like, yeah, they're, they're passing. Their their offense is ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's good. Penix. And Georgia's defense is the worst Georgia defense in years. However, like, bro, Washington is the best passing offense in college football. Yeah, like, what? Like, ha- no team is. And Oregon has a pretty good defense, which, thank you enough. Washington plays Texas in the other semifinal game. Now, I was going to bring this up about Oregon and Washington. Oregon has a pretty solid defense. Mm-hmm. And Penix was doing whatever he wanted in that Pac 12 championship game. Mm-hmm. I know it was a close game. Both of the close games, they only won by three in both matchups against Oregon. But in my opinion, I think Michael Penix Jr. is the Heisman Trophy winner in this very particular moment. He has the most yards in the country. He's been slinging that ball. He's been crazy accurate. He's just proving to the world right now that he's been the best quarterback in the entire country all year long. He shows up every single week. Now, I know you're going to say. In a winning way. Hold up. Not every week. I watched that Arizona State game. Okay, he and had that he one game, not but he still Arizona. figured but out he, a way to win. He, and he did make the plays at the end. He made the plays at the end to win the game. Um, and I'm not saying that one game should hold him back from Heisman. I'm not even going to get into that. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Daniels had one of the greatest. <laughs> Jaden Daniels had one of the greatest years I've ever seen. Did it devolve too much wins? No, but the defense was selling him all year. So, you know, he did his part. But I'm not talking about Jaden Daniels. Are we talking about Washington, <laughs> Texas? I, I'll talk about Washington, Texas. Because you're talking about Washington. It's gonna be, I'm taking Washington. Washington can be Georgia. No, give me Texas. And I'll tell you, let me tell you why right here. Texas plays like an SEC team. They're not an SEC team yet. They're, they say well next year. But their defense, this is, what, this is what's killing me, is you keep going. Now, Oregon has a really good defense, and Washington's killing these Pac-12 defenses. These are Pac-12 But defenses. you know how good the no, Pac-12 was this year? Uh, yeah. The Pac-12 has never been as good as it has been this year. And you with, know that. And with that being said, like, most SEC teams have better defenses than, like, I mean, probably than Washington, right? So, okay, like, I'm not saying anything about Washington's defense because I really don't trust it. Well, they right. got to they got to put 30 plus points up on the board for them to have a chance to win games. I don't have the exact number, but Quinn Ewers, I know he threw for at least 350 against Oklahoma State. Now, again, that's another bad defense, right? Don't get me wrong. Like Oklahoma State's not good, but he might have had 450. I think he did have 450. No, against Oklahoma State. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he threw for I think it was like. 452. I think I saw the stat. Yeah. He threw for a lot. Quinn Ewers was which really is a season good. high. He, that was the most he threw all season. Quinn Ewers was really good. And Texas <laughs> was really good. They were playing physical up front. Their DBs This are game plays. is not going to be a landslide. I'll just say I that. Think, this no, is going to be the best game out of the two semifinal games. I think this will be opinion. the best game of all of it. Like after this, I don't think it'll be as good. This is going to be a very close game. I don't think the championship would be as good as this one. Um, But I got Texas. And I'm talking about like in a shootout. I'm talking about like 52-48. I think I think it'll be 49-42. Washington will pull it out. I, I think Texas is just a more physical team, man. I think their defense is better than anything Washington's seen all year, even with what about being Washington's a big 12 run defense. game? Washington's got a solid run game. I know they do, dude. And Texas has a great D-line. Texas has 
two. Who they got? Uh, Johnson at running back. He's been a huh? beast all year. Dude, Washington? this Johnson, dude, this Johnson guy came out of nowhere. He's not even all year. <laughs> like, okay, I watched a few Texas games and Jonathan Brooks, dog. Okay, but I wish he was playing in this. This game. Johnson, I can't I remember I his first name. Him, honestly, if they had Brooks, man, I wish I knew because he transferred. He transferred from somewhere. And he just started playing like the last couple of weeks, like full carry all the time. Dude's been a dog, man. The last like three weeks, dude. This, this guy, man. This Rob- no, no, no. Not even, no, no. I'm tripping. Robinson is his name. Number seven, right? Yes. This yes. guy is a transfer. He was crazy. I don't remember where he's from, but he, he has been game. going. He's been going nuts. It's crazy because it's like Bijan. It's not Bijan. I, lo- I looked him up. I was like, is this Bijan Robinson? Because he's brother? number seven and he's Robinson. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I really thought it was him. They said he transferred. I can't remember. I was watching the Big 12 training. They said he transferred, but that guy is crazy. And I think, I think, I think Texas's <laughs> offense is better than Washington's offense. Oh, okay. Oh, I think, okay. I think oh, Quinn Ewers okay. is. Look at the numbers. Better than Michael Penix against the Pac-12, man. I mean, I the cannot. Pac-12 was I cannot loaded. say this enough. Not on defense. Who's a better? Who's a better conference this year? The Big Twelve or the Pac-12? <sighs> Come on. I mean, it was definitely the Pac-12. They have the. They had yeah, more ranked teams. I mean, I yeah, but so because they weren't playing nobody. What? At the beginning of the year, they had the dude, most ranked teams. Dude, look, look. Uh, uh, Arizona went nine and three in the big Bro, 12. they were solid the this year. They really were. They surprised me a lot. They beat a lot of ranked teams. Do so you this think year. Arizona beats the Florida Gators in a bowl game? Yes. Yes. I, look, Florida no one, Gators won five games this year. They were horrible. Nobody dislikes the Florida Gators more than I do. Right? I don't either. I'm a Florida State fan. Yeah, I hate I Florida. Hate you do. But I'm literally now, saying that that they're said, not gonna win. Oh, that's fine. With that being said, give me Florida by like two possessions. Two. <laughs> not even in a close game. Against it's Arizona. It's different. It's different. You're playing Bruh. a different kind of beautiful ball. And I think that's what I was going to say about Come Texas. On. Texas is like the most SEC team that's not in the SEC. They play like an SEC. They're I mean, physical you're not up front. Wrong. They're physical up front, but they have playmakers all over the place. Their receivers are crazy. Their running backs are crazy. Their quarterback. I mean, look, I know other people did But you're more. just hating on the Pac 12. Well, a little bit. But Why? I think. I think Why are you hating on the Pac 12? It's not that. It's that. I think Quinn Ewers is like. Like I think he's gonna go to the NFL. He is. So I, I don't care pants. if he goes in the first round or in the second round. Like I think he's gonna be one of the best quarterbacks in there. Um, I'm not. I'm not dismissing. And your I take. think he's gonna outplay. I think he's gonna outplay Penix against Washington. Th- that defense, he has a good chance to have a better game. Right. But I did watch the Oklahoma game, and he was turning the ball over. Some of them were his fault. I know that. Most of them were his fault. I understand that. If not majority all. of them were. Yeah. There's like maybe like one that was his fault. I mean, maybe, dude, but the two of them. The linebacker content. just read it like a book. That the one I mean, that was. His yeah. Fault. What are we talking about? Dude, don't talk about <laughs> Oklahoma. That one was different. Dude. That was dumb. That was a dumb game. And Texas should have won. So but I'm taking Washington and you're taking Texas. I'm taking Texas. Texas, yeah. Okay. I, I think honestly, like, I mean, we're sitting here debating about it, but I think it's, it's gonna a, be a close game. I think it's a fifty fifty game. Yeah. Like no. I, I realistically, like, if we're having some logic behind this, I think it's a fifty fifty game. We got both offenses who are gonna put up points. Defense. I think Texas has a better defense, but right. I think Washington's offense can help them win this game. See, that's I, my. Understand. I just think Texas offense, if not better, is right there with Washington's. But I think that we're gonna see whoever wins is gonna be. It's either gonna be what you said if Washington wins, and it's gonna be what I said if Texas wins. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be really interesting. This is actually fun. Like I'm. I'm glad this is how it is. I'm glad we're not agreeing. Because no, it could go either way. That makes it more interesting. Yeah, I don't want my take. I don't want my take and prediction to be wrong because <laughs> I'm terrible at predictions. If anyone understands this podcast, I have not gotten any predictions right in the past at all. I got clowned for that TCU take. 
beating Georgia. And you said TCU was going to be Georgia? I did, yeah. I actually did say that. I did say that. Because I, they look good against Michigan, uh, so like I did say that. No, they but were good against Michigan. I will I will come out of here and say I did I did say that, and I got clowned. But you know, it's, it's okay. My teacher said... Sometimes Ruddy, you have bad takes. Ruddy said that everything went TCU's way that game. And it really was like that. Like, the ball always fell into TCU's lap against Michigan. It was I'm crazy. glad. I'm, so you just reminded me of something. Um, we're going to get into our national championship predictions right after this question. Okay. Should Michigan have gotten in with all the cheating scandals? Yeah, no, I don't think it matters. Over Florida State. Oh, Florida State didn't cheat. Well, I mean, they, they, they stole signs, but I mean, I feel like everybody does that. Yeah, I feel like, any, <laughs> I feel like anyone could do that. But Sorry. at the same time, though, it's still, you know, you're still breaking the integrity of the game. I mean, game. I guess, and you never know. The NCAA has gone some, like, crazy, crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. They could just, like, Michigan could win the national championship, and then three weeks later, the NCAA could be like, nah, null and void, and then no national championship this year. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't give it to the runner-up. They just wouldn't be a national champion. So that could still happen. Do you think there'll be like a further punishment next season for him, though? Uh, the NCAA has yet to make a decision on that, which is crazy. You know, all that stuff that's been happening with all that has been on the Big Ten and like Michigan. None of it, it has not got to the NCAA. That's what Pete Thamel said on game day the other day. So it's not done. This is not over. No matter what happens in the playoffs, this is not over. <laughs> Something's going to happen to Michigan. Yeah. Wait, so if... So let's get into the national championship. So okay. we both have Michigan in there. And then you have Texas and I have Washington. Okay. Now, when it comes to Michigan, is this Jim Harbaugh's last college game as a head coach? Uh, I think it depends if the money comes. If it's the right spot. Like uh, Gabe wants him to go to the Bears. I don't think he goes to the Bears. But if the, <laughs> if the Chargers call him and they offer him like $20 million, like yeah, he's probably going to leave Michigan. But they're also, I saw a thing this, today that said they, they're working on an extension for him, but there's going to be a clause about not like looking at other teams, and I don't know if that's going to happen. Which he always does, by but the way. But there is a rumor out there that they've offered him a contract extension. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know. Win or lose, I don't know. Like, I, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't think there's enough information out there. So my prediction is Michigan, Washington, and a national championship. Now, I'm going to go upset here. I'm going to go Washington is going to win in wow. another shootout. I'm, I, I think Washington's going to win it all. I just I just have faith wow. in Michael Penix, man. I really, I really do. Like, Michael Penix in this offense, it's just been really impressing me all season long. Like, just the way they throw the football. Like, their play-action game is so good. Yeah, it is. Like, I just love everything they're doing. They're a very well-coached team. Like, I know Michigan's going to be a tough task, that defense, but I think if any quarterback in the country can throw against that Michigan defense, well, I think it's Michael Penix. Yeah. I think it is. And I think Washington's going to win a national championship. And you know what's funny enough? Wild. I was looking up a stat, and the last time Washington won a national championship, which it wasn't really a national championship. It was the Rose Bowl at the time, and it was in 1991 against Michigan. Wow. So That'd be crazy. I think... Washington's gonna get redemption in that game. I, that's that's just my personal opinion. That'd be crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about. And you that. got Texas, so I'm you got Michigan, Texas. But um, well, I'm saying in your scenario, I think I think I'd have Michigan over Washington. But that's interesting. Um, I see what you're saying. Like, like I mean, like yeah, I think Washington has the gun, the firepower to win a national championship this year. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think they can execute. I just don't. But you never know. I mean, maybe. And I think they definitely could. So Michigan's defense is that disruptive that they can't execute. 
They no, can't. I mean execute enough to win. I don't. I don't think they beat Texas. So I mean, yeah, I don't think they beat Michigan. No. Um, All right, that leads you to your take. You got Texas and Michigan mm-hmm. in there. No, I got Texas winning the national championship, dude. I think this is Texas this year. I think it has been from the very beginning. The way they played against Alabama at the beginning of the year, and I don't want to hear that this is a different Alabama team. It's not. It is. It, no, it's it not. actually is. No, it's not. They were playing so much differently. They oh, were. That's right. Even, even Nick Saban said they were a different team. I, I don't care what Nick Saban says. He dude. said it. Yeah, who? He's the coach. He's what he's supposed to say, <laughs> dude. They but played, he understands the truth. They played terrible against Auburn. Period. <laughs> That is they the did. end of my they, Alabama they discussion. Did, they were terrible against him. But Texas, I've never seen a team doorstomp Alabama. Well, I guess did you Clemson. Say, did you just say doorstomp? I did say doorstomp. <laughs> they doorstomp. <laughs> I guess, one. okay, Clemson did that one national championship. Can you explain that Dorch reference? You say, did you say Dorch? Doorstomp. Oh, I thought you said Dorch. I'm not always going <laughs> to reference Greg Dorch. Hey, shout out, shout out Greg Dorch. Yeah, dude. shout out Greg Dorch. Um, but, um. No, I think I think Texas. This is their year, man. I think they they got lucky that Georgia's out, um, because I don't think they beat Georgia. But I think that if they can, I, I think they have the team to do it, man. I don't I don't really have much of a I don't. I don't but really you don't think a, a they'll lose to? I think if Texas plays Michigan, I think Michigan wins. I don't think Michigan's that much better than everyone else. Like I think all four of those teams are like pretty even. Like I think any one of those teams could end up winning the national championship. I can agree with you to a certain degree because against Iowa their offense didn't look great. No, but Iowa's defense is really good. Yeah, but McCarthy wasn't really slinging the ball down the and field. he hasn't the last couple of weeks. Which Even is crazy. There were a lot of quick throws in that game. Yeah. A lot of quick throws. A lot of quick action. I think I think um, Texas like I said, I think you were just one of the best quarterbacks in college football, and I think that Penix is. And I don't. I don't really think McCarthy is. He's a, he's pretty good, but he's not one of the best. I think the playmakers on Texas are better. Um, I think the defense isn't as good, but it's it's close. Um, they don't they don't make as much plays as Michigan does. I just think they'll be able to outscore them, like plain and simple. Down the stretch, at the end of the game, when everyone's tired, I think that the Texas guys will make the play. I'll tell you the biggest reason why: Ad Mitchell. Wide receiver two for Texas. I'm not saying he's number two. I don't know what number he is. I think he's five. Went to Georgia, dude. And I'll tell you, every game, it, when we needed a play, it was always A.D. Mitchell. And this year for Texas, it's been the same way. A.D. Mitchell has been a playmaker and a dog. And my final prediction is a last-second touchdown to A.D. Mitchell to ice the game. Let's say, let's say 35-31, Texas. National champion. <laughs> Texas is back. Book them horns. <laughs> and they also got that that one guy, uh, Brooks, the number one. Is that his, that's his last name, right? Brooks is the running back. No, number one on Texas. The receiver. Yeah, the, the fat, the fat, that worthy. That's right, worthy. I don't think he's number one. I think he is though. I'm not uh, sure. I don't know. Well, he's freaking fast. That's all I got. Xavier Worthy's very good. He's Xavier so fast. Xavier Worthy's really good, and Ad Mitchell's really good, and then they have another one. Um, no, I don't think that guy's there anymore. They, they've had a lot of good receivers the last couple of years, but but this year they're they're very good. They're very good. So and is I this think the end of the up. Quentin Ewers era at Texas? They win national championship for sure. If they don't, maybe not. But I mean, I think Texas might tell him to leave. Like, like not trying to be like. I think Ewers is it's probably better than Arch Manning. <laughs> um, but, but they want Manning. But they want Arch Manning in there. Yeah. Like I think that's I, I think the money you make from having Arch Manning is better than the wins you would have from having Quinn Ewers. So I think they're gonna be like, "Hey man, like I know you're like everything's good and all, but you know. go to the NFL." Hey, you could be a first round pick, and he probably will be, especially if he does this. If he wins the national championship like that, I think yours is maybe not top ten, but we're talking about like right outside, you know. So when it comes to your prediction, 
I just want to ask you a question. Who's better quarterback, Quentin Ewers or J.J. McCarthy? Quentin Ewers. No doubt. Not even like a second thought on that one. Now, if you said Ewers and Penix, that's a little bit closer. Because I think, I think those are two of the best. They, top three. Those are two of the best three. Are those the two best quarterbacks in these playoffs? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree. And then Miller was fourth. Like J.J. McCarthy, then Miller. Miller's very fast. He's Miller's probably the worst one. Though. He can make decent. I don't want to say worse. I didn't want to say <laughs> saying worse makes it sound bad. And then we sound like Alabama haters. We're not not doing that. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's just not. It's not as good as he should be. Let's say it that way. C- comparing him, comparing him to Lamar Jackson is crazy. Okay, let's say it that way. Hey, Jalen Milrow. Dude, that's what they've been doing. He's a bigger. He's a bigger Lamar Jackson. How? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What is that, dude? What are we talking about? Dude, that's for real. I've seen it on ESPN. So, I mean, like, that's a real narrative. I mean, to um, be fair, they just, that's another case where I don't want to hand on Alabama, but they do gas up Alabama players a lot. Sure. That's how it is. And they're decent, and they're the best They're the best coach team in the playoffs. So, you know, if they pulled out <clears> and won the national championship. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they would. I don't think they're the best team in the playoffs. I think they're actually the worst team in the playoffs. Yeah. But if they win, they're the best coach. That's at the end of the day. That's what matters. Not, yeah. maybe not the most, but very important. Well, I mean, being the most disciplined. Like, yeah. I mean, Nick Saban. Like, everyone can hate him as much as you want, but you know, he gets his players going at certain points in the year, and this is the time when he usually right. does it. So, history has said right. otherwise. So, I mean, let's yeah. talk about one more thing, though. You, okay. What were you gonna say? You, you can no, say. No, I was just gonna say that I think. Um, I think. I don't know. I, no, never mind. <laughs> he was about to say something. Yeah, Alabama. I was going to say something. That okay. To be on pod. We'll say one more. We're, we're going to talk about one more thing. We kind of touched on it earlier. Heisman Trophy. Okay. So the finalists are Michael Penix, Marvin Harrison Jr., and then uh, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. And then I don't want to say who's going to actually win it, but Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. So we've got those four guys who are the finalists for Heisman Trophy. Not confirmed, but minus 1,200 uh, favorite to win the Heisman. So, you know, Bo Nix was the favorite. It's moved so much. It has moved so much. It's That's changed so like much. Like every week it's been someone different. But at this point, I think Daniels is pretty much the heavy favorite. <clears> and I think – sorry, were you going to say anything else? I didn't want to cut No, I think – I mean, I think Penix is – gonna win it i mean he i know he's, he's not second i know he's in the, second in the odds though the odds don't really like they don't but make i just decision, think but. like the weight of the college football playoff mm-hmm. him being an un, he him being like on an undefeated squad number two team right. in the nation like i think that just holds so much more weight so that's why i think michael Penix will get heisman mm-hmm. now if daniels was in the playoff he would 100 percent. i mean he's been yeah, rushing yeah, the football like crazy. when it comes to total yards he's literally gapping everybody 400 passing, 200 rushing, and six touchdowns against the Florida Gators. Oh, six passing. I think he had I think I had eight touchdowns that game. I could be wrong. Don't quote that. I do, rem- I do remember he had, he he had a went lot. crazy against Florida. And he did that against most teams this year. And I think that Jaden Daniels is just like, I think they let him. They kind of like let him. They kind of went, hey, man, we're already out. So just go out there and do your thing. And him and Malik Neighbors did their thing. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <clears throat> Again, like neighbors, one of the best shooters in football. But I think, um, I think for that reason alone, like his his numbers are kind of too gaudy to leave him out. But I totally see what you're saying. Like narrative wise, you would want it to be Penix because he is in the playoffs, especially if he leads his team to the national championship or whatever. Like, like that just looks better. It, it's a great narrative. Um, 
but he's not. He doesn't deserve it. Jaden Daniels does. And a lot of that is stat pad. <laughs> Saying he doesn't deserve it's crazy. You could say that Jaden Daniels had a better season, but you can't say well, Michael Penix is not deserving. He doesn't deserve it over Jaden Daniels. I said he doesn't deserve it. Well, by saying that, okay, Carson Beck had a great season this year. In in some years, he would deserve Heisman, but not this year. They were better quarterbacks. But I mean, yeah. he was really good. And I mean, that's just, that's so saying no, no, I, he didn't deserve it because neither did Carson <laughs> Beck. Jaden Daniels deserves the Heisman. If he doesn't win, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's because of narrative. You said that. So then you're saying that Jaden Daniels would have won if he's in the playoffs. Yeah, I did say that. Okay, so then then I then, did say that, but he's not. So then, he's not deserving. That's crazy, dude. Because he did, he didn't he didn't about? get there. He didn't, he didn't get in the playoff. If you're not good enough, if you're supposedly the best player in the country. In a 12 team playoffs they get in by the way. Go ahead. Okay. But it's, this I know. It, it, I know. We, I'm we, just saying. We don't live in the 12 team playoff okay. world quite yet. So well, one think, year shot. Do you think Westbrook deserved MVP when he averaged that triple double by himself? Okay, are we really getting to basketball? Oh, yeah, I right want to now? talk about it real quick because Russell Westbrook barely had that team over five. Okay, they were trash, but he MVP. was the first player since Oscar Robertson to average a triple double. So yes, one hundred percent. No one has no one has done it. It was history. Like it didn't matter if his team sucked and they were the sixth seed. It fit the narrative. Like we were just narrative. talking about. Right. Like, so if it we're did. talking about a narrative, if we're giving around narrative awards, then yeah, like I said, <laughs> narrative I, awards. I think the Penix had a great season, and I think that. Like I mean, I think yeah, that he led the he led college football in passing. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do as a quarterback. But Jaden Daniels had like he was right behind him and had like a thousand rushing with it. So I mean, like it's just like if you look at it, if you look statistically, it's not really <clears> close. <throat> but I know that's not how it works, and he lost three games this year. So I mean, that happened, but it wasn't his fault. None of his, those games were his fault that they lost. He literally played good in all three of the yeah, games. Yeah, I mean. Except the Florida State one. He played pretty good that game. Not as good as he did down the stretch, but he, he, did, he, did, his he did his thing. It wasn't his fault they lost. That's up That's up in the air. It was no way it was his fault. They lost by what? They got blown out. Yeah, it they? was like 45-24. What the fuck? 45? <laughs> oh, it's Jaden Daniels' fault that the LSU defense gave up 45 points, dude. That's like saying... It's not Dak Prescott's fault when the defense gave up 42 points. That's like saying that. It's not. How it is. He threw three interceptions. Well, we're talking about, I don't even know what game we're talking about. 49ers. But just the defense gave up 42. <laughs> now, sometimes that situation. is a bad stat because it's about interceptions. I don't know exactly what Jaden Daniels stats look like that game. Okay. But say that. Say that that's his bad game. I think Penix had two or three, at least two bad games this year. I. I, I will agree with you there. So, I mean, that's not... I but don't making think the plays relevant. down the stretch is... I mean, it doesn't matter how bad of a game. If you're able to put it up when it matters... Right, I don't think that's too relevant. though. And he wasn't like... He didn't go crazy statistically against Oregon either. So, and then... Like I said, Jaden Daniels was stat pattern. They were playing yeah, Georgia... they were. Dude, they were playing Georgia State. Like, I think it's Which, honestly, week. is like... You're saying it's like... When you look at the statistics, not even close. Yeah, because they were You're proving my point when it comes to him not... Being able to win Heisman because against Georgia State, hey man. you're stat padding against a team that's not even good. Jaden Daniels is a fifth round, a fifth round, fifth year senior <laughs> playing one of his final, I think it was his final game at Baton Rouge. Like, come on now. Like, what do you expect him to do? You know, I mean, he's just, it's his last game there. I mean, he's going to go out and do his thing and they let him I'm not keep just, playing. I'm not like, they, saying, they weren't going to go to the national championships. So I'm, not, I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying, like, the team he played, it's, you, like he should have done that 
and he did. But that's the expectation. Yeah, but I think if Jaden Daniels Georgia, I think we'd done the same thing. If not better, he would have had better better weapons. Even though LSU had some dogs out there, okay, don't get me wrong, LSU had some weapons, <laughs> but I think Georgia has some weapons too. You know, if you put him at a better, uh, uh, not even a better school, a better defense, give him a better defense. Yeah, LSU's defense is and atrocious. Team, it's not good at all. They were really close, man. I mean, they lost. They're they always they, didn't, the, they, they always weren't lose. close against y'all. But even though they lost Alabama by 14, that game was really close before Jaden Daniels got hurt. It was actually really close. It was seven. It, it was seven. They would just turn the ball over, but it, it was still really close. And then they lost to Ole Miss by seven. Like, I mean, they were really close in all their games. And I think a lot of that was because, I mean, not think. It yeah. was, a lot of it was because Jaden Daniels in the offense. And I think that's the same way. Like, both, both Jaden Daniels and I almost said the receivers. Yeah, Michael and Michael Penix. Penix have, like, some of the best receiving, if not the two best receiving cores in football. In college football, so I, I don't know. That's why I give it to Daniels because yeah. I think he's better. Um, and I'm a big, I, mean, I see, I see both sides. Of I've it. been a big Jaden Daniels fan for a minute now. When he was back at ASU with oh, man, Arizona State, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. I was a big fan of him. Um, so that's my guy. I, you know, I hope he does good, and that's my pick. Hopefully, he wins Heisman. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll happen, but it's all right. We can agree to disagree. Is there anything else we should talk about before we end the pod? I want to talk about one more thing. One more sleeper, one more sleeper for everybody watching, dude. If you can, I don't have the date, but Georgia Tech, <laughs> UCF, in uh, the, uh, I don't God. know what bowl. It's in Tampa. It's over there. Yeah, okay? it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa. I, I don't even know the name and of the bowl. Dude, I haven't looked. All year, I've been thinking that Georgia Tech had a very good year, by the way. Three ranked wins. Three ranked wins this year for Georgia Tech. That's phenomenal for them. And UCF, you know, they had their time, but it's their first year in the Big 12. They got their first Big 12. Yeah, they got, their, they got their feet wet. Yeah. I was at that game. Um, yeah, he got to storm the field, which is pretty was cool. Thinking, I was I decided thinking, to go to the Bucks Magic game that day instead of going to the yeah, UCF Yeah, I invited game. He should have came with me, man. It was yeah, an awesome no, game. I really, Crazy energy. I really do wish I went to that game. Everyone out here, if you ever get a chance to go to a UCF football game, go, because they're awesome. But those two teams, <laughs> UCF and Georgia Tech, I was thinking this like four weeks ago. I swear to God, I was thinking – this would be an amazing game. Like, I wish they were playing this year because this is like, these two teams are so like, they're like electric. Like, they're not, neither of them are like particularly good, you know what I'm saying? But like, both of them, like, they were just, they were fireworks, man. They were electric teams that like come out at the right time. And I think that Georgia Tech, UCF is going to be one of the best games, period, in both seasons. I, I'd watch out for it. I, I'm going to watch it because... <laughs> You said all those things, and this guy like is like the biggest like Georgia Tech like he just like hypes him up like all the time. Dude, I mean, okay, hold up, real quick, give me like ten seconds here or thirty <laughs> seconds. Okay, all right, I'm a Georgia count. fan. Okay, half my family was Georgia fans, half of them were Georgia Tech fans. Okay, I know it's not normal, but that's how it was. Which so, should they cho- should he choose one though? Should he choose no! Georgia or should he choose Georgia Tech? Should he pick both. one because it is a rivalry. So you should be able to pick one. It's like me being a Florida State and a Florida fan. I mean, if that's how you were, if that's how you were raised, I was raised <laughs> this way. I don't want to hear it, dude. I go to Christmas, and one day everyone's wearing Georgia Tech stuff, and the next day everyone's wearing Georgia stuff. It's just how it was, and it's just, and it's more fun. And that's the great thing about college football is that you can like multiple teams, and I don't think that's like you have one number one. This is my number one. When Georgia plays Georgia Tech. I just have got one. Georgia. Okay. I just but, have one. But you can have more, and that's what makes it fun. Like you can, but for like, me, like when it comes to football, like basketball, like when NBA, I only have one team, but college basketball, I have two teams. 
But football, I just stick with one. Like you gotta, you gotta ride or die with one. Why? Why? How come because you, you just like gotta be so. College, you just gotta be that so. That makes no sense to me. How come you can like two college basketball teams? You can't like two college be, football teams. Because I just, yeah, I like three. I like coastal. I just, football. it just Big coastal fan. There's not like a good reason go for chance, that. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> dude, I do like coastal. I always have, man. Those three teams, I've always liked those three teams. But a lot of it because. Like pretty much every team I had a not not like like actually like mm-hmm. I ha, I have favorite for every team I used to have a dynasty with NCAA on the place. No, I was literally gonna bring that up, but I, I'll bring that up in a second to answer your question. Like, why is I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to football, you, you just got to be emotionally invested into one t- program or one team. Like, then if you have other like if you're fans of other teams, you could be considered a bandwagon in a way if you're kind of bouncing from team to team. Because hear me out. If you have two favorite teams, and then one of them is really good, but one of them is really bad, you're clearly going to be showing your fandom off more to the team who's really good and not the team who's really bad. I'm just saying. I like you, you feel like you're bandwagoning. Week. I root for both teams every week. Now, here's the difference. Is but that who did you root for? Bandwagon. When, Wait a second. Bandwagon. George Tech's never. I, I, I'm, I'm, just speak, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like you, it seems like if you're bouncing back and forth, oh, when this team is good, you're a fan. But oh, when this team is bad, you don't say anything I, about it. I think it. I'm allowed to like two teams. And who did you true. Who did you cheer for at Georgia Georgia Tech? Since you're a fan of both teams. Well, okay. Well, I <laughs> wanted Georgia to win, but I did. I did have my Georgia Tech gear on because I was at a Georgia. <laughs> I was at a Georgia party and I was like messing with my buddies and stuff, right? But obviously, I went. Dude, when Georgia Tech was actually playing good, I was getting scared. Like my my whole demeanor changed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Georgia Tech, you know, whatever, you know. But when it was getting close, I'm like, dude, if Georgia, if Georgia loses this game, dude, they're done, dude. I'm yeah. like, Georgia can't lose this game, man. Um, they might no, as well I just lost. like two teams. It's different. It, it, I think I think it's a professional and a collegiate thing. You said you like two college basketball teams. I don't know why the sport would have anything to do with it. I think in the NFL, I only like one team. In basketball, I only like one team. In baseball, I only like one team. In college, it's just different. Like, there's so many teams, and so many teams offer different things. That's what I was going to say. Hold on. I just remember this. They're in different conferences. If I like two SEC teams, yeah, I think that would be a bit of a problem. <laughs> or, or two Big 12 teams, yeah. Yeah, if you're like a fan of Bama teams, and Georgia. They play twice, yeah, but they can't don't do ever play. In, yeah, no, Bama and Georgia. No. <laughs> you can't do Someone that. Someone tells me I'm a Bama and a Georgia fan. I knock them out, dude. Okay? <laughs> but, but they play in different conferences, and they don't play the same teams. Like everything's different about the two teams. They play a different style of football. Like it's it's so much different. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I agree with you there, and you're leading me to another question I want to ask you. Um, because I I kind of want to talk about next season a little bit because next season is going to be a lot different. We've been talking about it throughout this podcast. Um, what like okay? Do you think like all these Pac-12 teams move into the Big Ten? All these conferences like becoming mega conferences essentially. I think personally it's ruining college football, but do you think the same way? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, dude, they're not going to play Bedlam anymore. Oklahoma's not going to play Oklahoma State anymore. That's wild. Washington's not – the Apple Cup. Washington's not going to play Washington State anymore. That's crazy. But even deeper than that, just go ahead and take a look at – or put up a graphic. Put up Michigan's schedule next year. Michigan plays so many good teams next year. There's no way – Because the Big Ten is loaded. You got USC, UCLA – I don't know why they play Texas, but they do play Texas. They do? Yeah, and the Pac-12 teams, and still Penn State and uh, Ohio State. I haven't even looked at, like, next year's schedule it, like that. That's crazy. interesting, Michigan's though. really wild. I saw, like, an Instagram. But Michigan, that. like, that's what they get for playing easy teams all year. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I just that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it, 
<laughs> I like. I, I'm fine with the 12 team playoff. I don't like the conference realignment because I'm gonna miss the Pac-12. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like that's Pac-12 one of like. I mean, like the Pac-12. Like it's go, they're going out with a bang this year. Like they really like yeah. put on a huge show. I have a national champion, which would yeah. be insane. That but would be it would honestly be so sad because that would be the last Pac-12 national champ. That well, would be insane. Oregon Washington was the final Pac-12 game ever. Yeah, no, that's crazy to me. Yeah. And it was a, an amazing game. It was a good game, yeah. I think just everyone knew that, like, I, I wonder what how you guys feel about, like, the Pac-12, like, being gone. Like, I, I it's personally one of my favorite conferences in college football besides ACC because I'm a homer for Florida State. But, but behind that, it's right there in the hey, Pac-12. ACC football is fun, though. It is, no, it is fun. It is fun. I mean, really I mean, it ha- the ACC like hasn't been really that great the last couple of years, but like, but two ACC teams are playing, dude. I mean, oh my on. goodness! All, it when you got to wake, like I remember when like Florida State and Clemson were like at the top of their game, like yeah. top five teams. Those were some games to watch. Like that was must see TV. And then I think the ACs got ACC's got SMU, Cal. And Stanford, I want to say, yeah, in that conference next year. So, because they were kind of, they had their backs against the wall. Like, they weren't getting any new teams. The SEC, Big Ten were the ones, the only ones. That's and the Big 12. Teams, though, by the way. Yeah. And then the ACC just had to do something or they were just going to be gone because a lot of teams were going to leave. So, are they sending someone out? Like, how are they only going to add three teams? That doesn't, that doesn't really make sense. I, well, I, I think that's going to leave them with like, 17 teams that's kind of weird yeah but all these conferences are weird like you yeah, got, they usually have an even number <laughs> where's the big the big 10 i don't i don't Dude, know there's like 20 it. teams in the big 10 yeah now. that's ridiculous it's about to be the big 20 for so real. so for real like 16 it, in the sec this is a this is a hypothetical like i there, i know there's already a 12 team playoff but if you're gonna have these mega conferences should there be a playoff for the conference championship no no, no. like a 14 playoff Football can't work like that why not? Okay, because okay, so say that's you, technically the playoffs. You play a playoff for that, and then you play another playoff after that. That's too many football games. But like, but literally, the, those guys are dying. But the These top four, games, but the top four teams in the twelve team playoff are gonna get buys, so they're not gonna play the first sem- round of semifinal games. I mean, I guess I, I think it'd be cool. Think, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the they should if we're gonna do it like this, then the conference champ should get an automatic buy in it, and that, that I think group of five teams should be in it. Um, they should get representation in it for sure because I mean, you you know, you well, assume... is there a group of five now without the Pac-12? Yeah, for sure. Power for five sure. is there? Power is it a power four? It, no, it'd be a power four, but a group of five. I'm talking about like like Liberty's undefeated this year. Yeah. They play Oregon in a bowl game. Do I think they're gonna win? But they might, <laughs> they might Boise a couple, uh, a couple years back, <laughs> way back in the day. They beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl, and no one gave them a shot. And Boise put up like forty-eight. Kellen, Kellen, uh, Kellen Moore. Yeah, Kellen Moore. Yeah, yeah. Kellen Moore. So I, I watched that game way back in the day. I remember that. That was crazy. So you never know with those group of five teams. I think they definitely, maybe, maybe two group of five teams automatically in the. It's just playoff. so weird because maybe not in a twelve team, at least one. It's a group of four now. Like that's just gonna be so weird to me. Power four. That's so and I guess weird. it'd be a group of. I guess it's still five. Like I, I just know. like I just wonder at some point if like the SEC and some other conference are going to merge, or the Big Ten and some other conference are going to merge. I feel like down the line that could happen. I don't even see what the point of having conference. You might as well just have leagues like the AFC and the NFC if you're going to do something like that. Which I feel like it's kind of 
trying to go towards that direction. Well, you can't really have an east and west in college football. It wouldn't really be fair. It'd have to be north and south. No. And there, because that, an east and west. Oh and that God. traveling would be crazy. Well, it already is. Like, Washington. Oregon, going to Oregon all the way to Rutgers? Rutgers, dude. Yeah. That's tough. Dude, uh, I don't know if Oregon plays them or not, but Cal. if they do. Cal has to go all the way to a freaking What, Tallahassee, Virginia. Florida State. Tallahassee, up there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Georgia Tech. It I mean, that's no far. It makes no sense. It really doesn't make any yeah, sense. But it's a money thing. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but other sports don't get like private jets to every single game. Like if you're like lacrosse, now your lacrosse team has to play. I, I'm going to Berkeley. And I'm assuming like, you're hopping team. on a bus. I'm assuming. Dude, but that's like a 20 hour ride, man. <laughs> and then you got to play a game. And then you got to ride another 20 hours. Screw that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> At this least, is, at least the NIL is a thing now. This is terrible for tier two sports in college, dude. This is awful for those guys. Uh, man, man. Yeah, I mean, because- right. well, hold on. Let me let me answer your original question real quick because I was still on that about the tradition is dying. If, if there's a world now with the way the Big Ten will be now, where Michigan will play Ohio State in the year, and then literally the next week, Michigan will play Ohio State again in the Big Ten championship completely destroys the rivalry. Like, it, it makes the first game not matter. If you knew you were going to play the team again the next week, why would you, But like, they would both have to be, like, undefeated at that point right, in the year. But, which do you think that'll happen in a Big Ten conference with this magnitude of teams No, but they in? don't have to be undefeated. If, I feel like if, they do, if though. Washington has three losses, Oregon has three losses. But there's losses. no divisions in the Big Ten I know, anymore. but if both those teams, if one of even if both of them are one loss, but they're better than everybody else, then they'll still get in. I don't think... I don't think any Big Ten team, or honestly, any SEC team, is going to be undefeated. I think I just it's think wild next year. I I have to I would have to disagree with you if that it would ruin Ohio State Michigan, which because I don't think you can ruin that rivalry. I think it would just enhance it any any more because I get it that one game at the end of the season it's important. I get it, but the Big Ten championship, I mean, make it come the on, they've never the they've year. never played in the Big Ten championship. Right, make it the first so, like, of the year. That would be awesome to see that for the first time in the history of, of like hundreds of games that they played against each other. Would like, it be awesome if you just watched the same game the week before? It would be because it'd be a different game. It'd okay. be a different game plan. So JB, it'd be me, cool. Let me ask you this: so say you're the coach, you, that you know who the best team is. So say you're the coach at Ohio State, right? And you play Michigan, but you know you better play them the next week. Are you gonna show them all your cards? You're about to no, play them again the I next wouldn't. week. It's like a it's like a okay. preseason game in so, NFL. You're so not exactly, going to show so exactly. certain defenses. So now the game is a preseason game that we're not we're not but showing our that, hand for. But that's a huge hypothetical because they have to the both of those teams, which I personally don't think both of those teams are going to be in contention to make the Big Ten championship next year. Maybe one of them, but I don't think both of them are because. There's, I just don't. I just see a world where Washington like loses, Oregon and Washington are gonna be at the top. Washington loses Penix. Well, Oregon I get that, but Knicks. there is something called recruiting when they can back up somebody else. Yeah, okay, but Oregon, and Washington does have a Oregon decent and recruiting Washington's class. Class are not Michigan and Ohio State. I classes. get it, but I'm just and saying, they never though, will be. I'm just. I get like the. I get Ohio State, Michigan. They're comfortable in the Big Ten, but I just don't. I. I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I'm just saying it's highly unlikely because. It's going to happen at some but point. But it's unpredictable. Oh. Right. At some point down the line, yeah. that will happen. And it they'll play it back happen, to back. But weeks. I don't know if it will happen right away. Well, that's fine. It doesn't matter if it happens right away. Yeah. And it's still, it still is such it's a, a possibility. bad. I get it. I just yeah. think that's so bad for the rivalry. Like, 
Like I just don't though because like you're playing more games. To, like but they're not supposed to play twice a year. Why you not? Them for that year. Why not? Why not increase the importance of the game? It's because already important no, it enough. It actually lowers the importance of the game. Think about this year. I guess. Think about this year. Michigan Ohio State was winning it in, and if you lost, yeah, you're out. I guess. Okay. And now we're playing twice. Now say Michigan wins the first time, and now Ohio State has two losses or three losses. Right? They're out. Right? Yeah. But then they're gonna play Ohio State again. And Ohio State gets in, and they beat Michigan. Not neither of those teams probably get in, right? Like, well, it's twelve. I mean, teams you're now. not wrong, so, No, I am because it's twelve teams. I well, when in, you're like. talking about like four teams, yes, but next year, twelve teams. Yeah. I mean, they can both still get in. Like, if it was twelve teams this year, they both would have gotten in. So, like, I, that's where I can kind of disagree with you because that game doesn't mean as nearly as much as it did. If they're both undefeated, they could just go in the Big Ten championship. Showdown. Showdown. Maybe play three times in one year, which has never happened. I think play in the playoff. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would grow the rivalry even more than it is now. Because these these teams are already in the national spotlight. And then you put them in the Big Ten championship. Yeah. And then they possibly match up in the college football playoff. Who doesn't want to see that? Like I know any Ohio State Michigan fan would not mind seeing that. Are you sure? I, I don't that. think I, I don't think they would hate it. How can you not? When it's I get to hate those teams, but it's like, a real because it's it's more meaningful. You're playing in a more meaningful I mean, game. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, you're right. I guess it's like it's like okay. I, I guess because it's like you're playing them in the in the yeah. It is more meaningful. I guess I see what you're saying, especially with the three. That actually is pretty interesting. Imagine they play three times. That really could happen. <laughs> that really could happen. Yeah, yeah. In the world we live yeah, in now, that'd be insane. Like, I mean, that could happen for a lot of um, like in any conference now. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I know, right? There's a lot to think about. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's going to be a lot different. I think, think, like, the tradition aspect of college football, like, that kind of sucks that that's going away. But I think there's, like, a new wave of excitement coming into the sport because so many more teams are going to get opportunities, like, underdogs, like, you know, Tulane, Liberty. If they can even get to 12, get into the top 12, they have a shot. Right. Normally, those teams have no chance. Well, that's what I was saying. I think one group of five team, if they're ranked, well, no, screw it. One group of outside five teams of should the, get in. Outside of the power four or power five, a team's going to have a shot. Well, I think they should just get an automatic buy. Like right now, the yeah. best group of five team gets into a New Year's Six game, right? So I think that it's, they should just get into the playoff. What about this? What if, so you're saying a group of five or a group of four, right. they win their conference title, they get in. But... Yeah, Liberty Do you this year. think like a conference like American, they win their conference title, they automatically get Well, they're a group, they're a group of five teams, so yeah. But I don't really consider American a group of five. Conference. You consider them power five? No. Well, they're not, not good anymore. Right now. They're way worse than they were before. All their good teams went to the Big I don't, 12. But I don't con- even before that, I didn't consider them a well, power five team. Well, you don't think you see you don't think they UCF, were right below that. Hold up, that one year UCF was undefeated. You don't think they should have been in the playoff? No, I'm not. I'm not saying they were that. the American champions. Either. I'm not going that far. I'm not saying that. I do think they deserved a chance, but I think it was because the lack of competition and the strength of schedule. Those are the things that they looked at, which is why Florida State didn't get in because we had the 55th ranked strength of schedule. We had the third ranked strength of record, but our strength of schedule is not good. Compared to Alabama and every other SEC team, their strength of schedule is better because those conferences are just better. Okay, like, okay, that's just back, the reality to the, back to the first point you were making because you really weren't making any sense. You were saying that like the American 
champions shouldn't get in. I'm not saying every. I'm not. I'm not I'm saying, not saying that. every lower conference game. I'm saying the best, the highest ranked group of five teams should get an automatic bid. No, I I, like I agree with do, you. They there. already do in two. I was saying. Six. I was saying like when it comes to like conferences like the American or Mountain West, if they win their conference title, like I'm not like oh, not ma- like March Madness. Like if you win your conference championship. Yeah. You get an automatic bid. Right, no. Like you don't think it should. No. I mean, there's too many conferences for that to be right. possible. But I, it would I, it would end up screwing everyone else. Like yeah. uh, the, the actual good teams wouldn't get in. So we'd have a, a, a eight and four team, Sun Belt team in the yeah no, no. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think so. I was just asking. I was just curious. Okay, like, yeah, see, I see what you're saying. I, w- I wasn't like like backing that up by any means. No, like because I, four, twelve best teams should get in. But I was just saying like it could be interesting for these underdogs. Look, I don't think Liberty's twelve and zero, right? Thirteen and zero. Between no Liberty, okay. Yeah. I don't think they should be in the playoff at all. But I think they have uh, a very similar case to Florida State without the LSU win, but a very similar case to make it in. Their their schedule's way worse. Like the team's <laughs> way worse. Don't get me wrong, but they were undefeated. They yeah. did win their conference. Yep. Like yeah, I mean they have I mean, it. They have and a case. that's why they're gonna get to play Oregon, and we'll see what happens against Oregon. I, you know, I think Liberty's gonna play pretty good. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they'll, you know, I think they'll play. Pretty what good. what bowl is that? Do you know? I think it's the Fiesta Bowl. I could be wrong. The Fiesta Bowl. I believe it's the Fiesta Bowl. That'll be interesting. Um, if if Liberty wins, that'll be huge for the, for their program. Dude, that'd be a big program win. Yeah, but their program's been. I mean, they've been good the last couple of years. And yeah, they, I mean, they, they it kind of started with Malik Willis. So. Have you seen their their new? They've done some stadium renovations for all their sports, dude. And I remember I saw it a couple months ago. They like posted the plans for it. They really going. They're trying to be big time. Like I don't think they'll be group of five for much longer. Let me say that. I think they're going to move up. At, or I guess to the group uh, power four. But I think they'll move up before too long because they are like, <laughs> dude. Some of their facilities really are like better than well, like top notch. Better than UCF's. It's crazy because yeah. UCF's a way bigger school, yeah. and they and they, and, and you know it's crazy. UCF just built like a new stadium and like a whole new complex, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. No, it's it's nice. UTS is cool. It's nice, but it's not as good as Liberty. Liberty's is like top notch. Even like the the Jayhawks, Kansas just did a new one stadium and all that stuff. Not as good as Liberty's new stuff. They built. Liberty stuff is crazy. They put so much money in into their sports, and I think it's gonna pay off for them. I'm not saying they're gonna win a national championship, but they'll get an opportunity at but some they'll point. They'll have. The, I think they'll be in the. Where's Liberty in Virginia? Maybe in the ACC before too long. And like when, because like I already know like the transfer portal is like a big thing already. Like, but. Like, do you think this like amplifies the transfer portal even more with all these mega conferences? Like, in a like in a way. Yeah, because it makes it not matter. Like, you can just you, you can go, go anywhere. Literally, in every year too. One of the quarterbacks was talking about, it and he said, like, why wouldn't I go into the transfer portal? I can stay here and make this much money. I can go here. This guy's trying to pay me, you know, five mil more, however much more than this guy is. Like, why would I stay here? Why wouldn't I want a bidding war going for me? And I mean, yeah, like as a human being. Yeah, I like you're gonna go where the money's logical. At. It makes the most sense. Now, you know, I like to think I would be loyal to the soil. You know, if I had already signed here, I'm already making a decent, you know, a pretty penny. You know, I'm not leaving. But yeah, and it make. I think it's bad for the sport. I honestly, I do because you get higher level football, I guess. But it you can just dip whenever you want. I hate it because you know how you know how you'll ask me where someone went to school, and I'll tell you. Like it, most of the time, now it's not going to be school. like that because they're moving around every year. Where did this guy go to school? Well, he went to Oregon State, then he went to Florida State, <laughs> then he went to Cal, <laughs> then he went to Georgia. Yeah, I guess. And then, like, it doesn't really help like build up a program like that because, like, right. if you got a guy like, I mean, I'll use 
Justin Fields is an example. Like he went to Georgia. He was the number one ranked player coming out of high school, but he didn't play. He was after Trevor Lawrence. No, actually, he was number one. Look it up. Number one dual threat. No, he was he was a number one overall r- recruit. I I promise you. No, Trevor Lawrence. I promise was the you. Highest quarterback recruit. No, I promise you. Ju- I promise you, Justin Fields was number one that year. I it's promise you. Threat. He was in elite in the elite eleven camp that year. I promise you. That look might look be it true. up. Get your phone. Look but it up. His, okay, we'll look at we'll look it up on set. But because I don't want to be incorrect about this, but I'm. I'm I'm pretty sure Trevor Justin Lawrence Fields was number one that year. What year was that? Uh, that had to have been seventeen or sixteen, one of those two years. But I'll I'll say this: Justin Fields went to Georgia, and he was one of the highest ranked recruits. We'll figure out if he's like number one, which I think. I know he was number one dual threat. I, th- I think he, he was. Like, I think he was number one overall, though. Go to go to ESPN top three hundred. That's where it was at. It was at ESPN top three hundred. ESPN was the one I was going off. Not twenty four seven. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll I will just for everyone else. If you ever look at a recruiting class, look at twenty four seven sports. Don't look at ESPN because twenty four seven sports like literally does that for a living. That's all they do is recruit. But ESPN is the one that everyone looks at. That's fine, and ESPN does have. Jo- okay, okay. That's okay. the one that everyone so, like looks at and is like, "Oh, he's the number one player in the country." That's not true, but but um, at least that's what I've done. That's what you do, and that's fine. But that's I'll fine. go to I'll go back to my just. So and that's he crazy. Was, so I actually didn't yeah. know ESPN had my number one. That's pretty wild. And it's crazy that two different like sites are different. But I know the like the NCAA pretty much uses twenty four seven sports. Yeah. So so, so in twenty four seven sports, he was ranked number two. Two. And then ESPN, he was number one. one. So and was technically, technically, neither of us were. I get wrong. what you're saying. Yeah, we're both right and both wrong. Yeah, that's both crazy. of us were, were correct. But <laughs> what, I, what I'm going by here is like Justin Fields. He went to Georgia. He was one of the highest ranked quarterbacks coming out right and then he doesn't play and then he goes to ohio state right like if that transfer portal is not there he's kind of screwed no he's kind of screwed in a way he would have played the next year but he but like you he was good enough to play at that time even over jake Fromm, who was decent you know in football the freshmen don't usually play you have to be like special to play as a freshman like and that's in high school college i mean and you know it used to be like that in the nfl where the rookies didn't like do stuff right away. <laughs> but now it's not quite like that. And now it's not like that in college where the freshmen go off. But um, I think that Georgia Georgia does that. Like, they barely play freshmen. So I mean, that's just kind of how it is with Georgia. He should have known that. But, um, but, but it was the best thing for him. But I think, no, and I agree. I agree that was the best decision he could have made. However, it wasn't like that was before NIL. Now it's, a, now it's just who now has the most a, money. Yeah. You just leave. You have a great year. You started all year. I played every single game. I'm out. They're going to offer me more money. And that's just how it is. And so the programs at the top, luckily for us, we like good programs. We'll be fine. Yeah. You know, you're Georgia Tech. What the hell are they supposed to do, man? <laughs> oh, my God. They got Haynes King from Texas A&M, and they thought they won the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> God, dude. Haynes King? He's pretty good this year. Now, don't sleep on Georgia Tech. I'm telling you, but... what, was it, what was he, like, ranked when it came to, like, transfers? Oh, yeah. Was he, like, a highly ranked transfer? He was either a five-star or a four-star at Texas A&M. Okay, so not not a bad player. No, yeah, he but... was decent, but he wasn't good at Texas A&M. He, he was better at Georgia Tech than he was at Texas a <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're going to end the pod here. Uh, this is a lot. Yeah, this has been a crazy college football <laughs> conversation. We definitely got off the ramps a little bit after the national championship. Um, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. Uh, this is my boy, Ashton Starnes. Uh, our, team, our teams go head-to-head in the Orange Bowl. 
We're staying away, baby. No, I don't. I, I honestly don't really have a lot of confidence. In my Georgia life. by a hundred. We've been talking about this all year that Florida, we, we've been talking trash to each other all season and you know we're gonna play each other. It's the Orange Bowl. It's I mean, not how either of us wanted it. No, though. it's not. We were hoping for that natty. You know that would have been a great national. We're hoping, we were hoping for that natty. Fully healthy. We were hoping for that natty. Yeah, fully healthy for sure. Yeah. Like, we, neither of us are fully healthy. No right one's now. really excited to play in the Orange Bowl. No, and I and neither of us are excited to watch it. I, I guarantee. Oh, you. I'm excited to watch it. I'm not. I'm gonna be three drinks in by halftime, man. George's gonna be up 24th <laughs> and not in man. It's gonna be crazy. And who knows? I could be wrong, but I, I think George's gonna pull it out. All right, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. <laughs> uh, this has been another episode of The Take Podcast. You guys take care. See you soon. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me nice. I'm from another world, baby, yeah. Right away, paradise. They think I'm way too cold because I put my heart up.